White Sox. All right, now talk normal. Yeah, well, I'm doing what I can. All right? <laughs> you have no normal level. Editing I don't. you. Wait. I don't. I've, you, I've wide. Editing you. I'm going to do an impression of Jeff on this podcast. This is great. Are you ready? It's going to be great. It says, so when we talked about soccer, it's like, it's like that scene in Austin Powers. I oh. have difficulty controlling the volume of my voice. That's, that's says, you. Will Ferrell did that role. What? No. Michael yeah. Myers. No, no, the person who had the trouble controlling the volume of his voice? No. That was a Will F- one. That was a Will Ferrell sketch on SNL. Okay, that and might be also true. Also in Austin Powers, he's one of like in the. Uh... Oh yeah, he's definitely in Austin. Doesn't Powers. Doesn't he do that bit? No, it, I could have sworn. No, it's when Austin gets thawed. Listen, I thought oh, you were cultured. That's, I, <laughs> I thought you were cultured. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I am, of course, Jeff Ross. With me, as always, the man who said in the pre-show he could throw a baseball a quarter mile, Alex <laughs> S. Kibler. This is Straight Red. We're in the Straight Red Plex. Alex. Yeah. Why didn't you make it in the pros? I Well, you know, uh, it was the curve. I didn't have a good secondary pitch. You didn't have a good... You know, I didn't want to bring it up. Listen, if you You're have... You're a one-trick pony. If you have a good off-speed pitch... That makes up for a lackluster fastball. Yeah. That's the extent of my baseball knowledge, what I just said. You did phenomenal. No, it was you great. Did phenomenal. Yeah. That quarter mile pitch that you have, <laughs> no practical use. No, not Throw at all. Throw it right out of the stadium. Uh, By some distance. Did you know? By almost another thousand feet. Well, yeah, that's not helpful, really. I no. wonder if, if Aroldis Chapman could throw a ball a quarter mile. I don't know who that is. He is a relief pitcher for Cincinnati Reds, and he throws the ball 105 miles an hour. That's well, not false. That's true. Welcome to our soccer podcast, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to our soccer podcast. You made, no, wait a minute. Cincinnati no. Red Facts. Yeah, indeed. Yes. You made a you made a Napoleon Dynamite joke. And I'm gonna tell you I right did. now. I the first time I saw that movie, I was like, It was yeah, a football whatever. Quarter mile. It was. Yeah, he threw a football a quarter mile. Also very impressive. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a, a feat of skill. Um a feat of skill? Uh, go ahead. Just let me stop. Just, come on. Um But the second time I saw it, I laughed. Till the cows come home. Which, by came the way, home. is promptly at 6.45 p.m. <laughs> I laughed for a, a, up until 6.45. A sensible time. Home. It was so, a sensible oh, time welcome, to stop Welcome laughing. back, ladies. Welcome back. <laughs> Close it up. Great movie, Seven. though. Ugh. Great movie. I've had a lot of discussions about that movie. Yeah. Namely about how it's about nothing. Yeah. Yet somehow it is still functionally a movie. Yeah, it really is. It's a fascinating film. It's really great, Very actually. Funny. I love it. Very weird I wish the those directors had made more films. They made Nacho Libre. I don't know if you guys remember that film. They made Nacho Libre? They made Nacho Libre. See, now I'm actually going to watch that. Watch it again. Like a lot of their stuff, much like Napoleon Dynamite, it needs a second watch. Got to marinate a little. You know what else I felt about this? People what? are going to get upset with me about this. The Big Lebowski. Oh. The first time I saw it in the theater when it was brand new. People are going to get upset They're going to get upset. Yeah. Because Fargo had come out, and then the Coen brothers made The Big Lebowski. It was yeah. maybe two years later, The Big yeah. Lebowski came out. And I was writing film reviews for my local newspaper because I'm a precocious Push child. Push your glasses up. All right. There it yeah. is. <laughs> there it is. You couldn't see it, but you could feel it. Yeah. Uh, so I saw The Big Lebowski. Uh-huh. And the first time, I'm like, oh, it's kind of funny, but like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get right. it. Then you watch it a second time, and you realize, this is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's a very clever, very smart film. Yeah. 
But on my first viewing, I, it didn't quite hit. And I feel like there are movies like that, television shows, whatever, that you need the second time around. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you're feeling it out as you go. Feeling it out. Yeah. But you can kind of tell that first time you're watching it, you're like, I think this is good, but well, I don't quite understand it. Not like I don't understand it that it's bad and doesn't make sense, but I don't understand it like I feel like it went over my head. Right, or exactly. Was too fast yeah. or whatever. See it the second time. Yeah. That's why, folks, Transformers is the best film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> no, those movies are terrible. Yeah, they're really, they're really, really poor. The best one is the fourth one. What does that say? I haven't seen the fourth one. I have seen every Transformers film. How does that make you feel? I have a... <laughs> empty on the inside i used to complain about michael bay all the time we're way off track yeah, i used to complain well. <laughs> i used to complain about michael bay all the time in all of his movies and i'm like oh he's terrible he's terrible i've seen every single michael bay film i had a moment of truth happen for me I'm like how do i know all of these movies are bad that's because i've seen them right which means michael bay has won first-hand knowledge you have first-hand knowledge best michael bay film is of course the rock oh yeah tremendous film tremendous film second place Pain and Gain came out recently. I don't Not know if you've seen that. It's the worst Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. But one of the best Michael Bay movies. So if the Coen Brothers had made Pain and Gain, I think it would have been a better film. Because it's about bumbling criminals. Right. And that is their wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. This is a callback to the Big Lebowski discussion. I'm here to help, guys. Yeah. But this is the structure. This is the structure. Listen. Let you know what the structure is. <laughs> if you're listening right now, what you're hearing is structure, structure. in our podcast. I have a master's degree. Um, I try to mention as often as possible, so I think it was worth the money. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> How's that investment? Ooh, mm, ooh. Mm. Dark, dark thoughts. Uh, so We just went five food. minutes, and you know what we didn't do? Talk about the CBA. Oh, man. Did that happen? Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. The Major League Soccer Players Union. Uh, and whatever the ownership group is called. I guess they're just Major League Soccer. <laughs> Old the ownership rich group. white guys. Well, <laughs> almost to a T. Not all of them. Yeah. Not all of them. Uh, DC United's owner, he's Asian. He's an Asian American. Yeah. What's the guy, though, or I think he's who's an one of the new he LAFC might... owners? He's He owns... Uh, Vincent Tan? Yeah. Vincent Tan's on there. Vincent Tan looks yes. like a Bond villain. Indeed. Uh, so they're, they're not all old white men, but they are all old men. <laughs> that yes, is indeed. absolutely true. They got a deal done. Mm. They got a deal done. We're drinking I martinis. I have said, let there be soccer in jest now for eight episodes. And eight let me episodes. say right now, it when the time comes at the end of this podcast, when I get to say that, it will mean something different. Soccer will be happening this weekend. It Jeff, feels. we're going to be in Orlando two days after you guys are here in this. No, a day. Come with me to Orlando. Come with me to Orlando. Come with me to Orlando. And we won't be going to Harry Potter World. We found out the hard way that Harry Potter World costs over $100 a person. I bet it'd be worth it, though. It probably is. Yeah. But, the, the but you know what else is worth it? Soccer. Soccer, plus we already paid for it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that expense has been spent. Indeed. It already happened. Very excited. I was talking to you about this in the pre-show. I like referencing the pre-show because no one experienced it. During the pre-show, <laughs> yeah. I was talking to you, uh, I feel like the malaise is over. There was this period of time where it was kind of unclear yeah. if there was actually going to be... Anything. It was like you were afraid to be excited. Like, yeah. you know, you're sort of like, uh, I want to be so excited. I want to be so excited because, I, you know, for me anyway, it's 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 the birth of a new team, you know, and I'm, I'm about to go cheer on my team for the very first time. You know, they say this about pregnancies that you're not supposed to announce them until you make it through the first trimester. It's like that. Uh, did, 
because like you're afraid you're gonna have a miscarriage. I think that's the thing. <laughs> it got dark, but it feels. What just happened? You made a birth reference and talking about how you're not supposed to talk about. I was about so things. happy about soccer. <laughs> miscarriage. Oh my god. We're gonna get so many terrible letters. <laughs> terrible letters. Someone has been broken by my reference. <laughs> By a very real thing that happens. We will always be almost journalists. Almost. Um, We're so close. We're going to pass that test. I was at work, and I was with a customer. I work in a customer-facing job. Um, I was with a customer, and I looked at my phone, and it was Jeff, and it said, deal's done. And I was like, (laughs) yes. I had like a moment, and the customer's like, are you okay? (laughs) Oh, God, it felt good. It felt good. The deal's done. So... We're only a couple hours outside yeah, of Yeah, we're recording this Wednesday night. It is 10.03 p.m. So on Wednesday night. We're only a couple night, hours Eastern out of time. it. So all the details are not, aren't here yet. By the right. time you listen to this, we'll probably know a lot more. But right now, we've got some framework details. We do, yeah. Um, the first thing that really jumps to mind, of course, is that we have free agency in this league now. Of a type. We have Of a type. And, and we sort of uh, posited on a few previous podcasts, oh, alliteration. So many yeah. Ps. Did you hear that? A lot of peas. It, uh, it was really great. Anyway, um, that what we would maybe see is sort of a, a a structured system where, sort of like in baseball, where you're you're basically property of the team until a certain uh-huh. point, and then other teams can sort of place bids, and there may or may not be restrictions on you. In that way, it's more similar to football in that you yeah. sort of go in baseball, you go basically from being you know club owned to being yeah. a free agent, and you go anywhere. Yeah, you can go anywhere you want for any right. amount of money. So what I read was you would need to be 28 years old yeah, and have at least played eight professional seasons right, before you become a quote-unquote free agent. Does Freddie Adu qualify? Freddie, How old is he? Freddie Adu. I feel like he should be 40, but Freddie, I swear to God he's Freddie like 25. Adu is 21. No, he's not. <laughs> I know he's How not. How old is he actually? He's like 24 I'm looking that or 26, something like that. He's, he's still younger Freddie than with me. one D, right? I th- believe it's one D. Adu, though, has five Ds. <laughs> So put that in correct. Almost positive that's wrong. No, he spells it regularly. Who sa- oh Freddie Montero spells Freddie with one D. Doesn't he play in Portugal now? I don't know. He used to play for Seattle. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he plays for uh doesn't he play for Porto? I will look that up. Porto. Freddie Adu is twenty five years old. That's oh. amazing. I split twenty four and twenty six. I should have just gone well. for it. Should have yeah, just yeah. gone for it. Round it up. So twenty eight years. Yeah. Old, yeah, eight years pro. Yeah. Similar to where MLB free agents happen. I believe it's after eight years. In MLB, unrestricted. Oh, I don't think it's isn't it? Isn't it eight years? I'm not sure. Um, We'll look it up later. Yeah. Uh, So it's not quite the same, but that's better than nothing. Better than what was earlier talked about. Well, 32 years old and 10 years with the same team. Before we, which only applied to Brad Davis. Before, yeah, which is amazing. Really good for you, Brad. He follows the show, doesn't he? He did. I think so. On Twitter, he follows a lot of. Yeah, we're not special. I just wanted to be special there for a second. You just poured cold water right over the whole well, top. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. Um, completely lost what I was going to say. Great. So we have 28 <laughs> years. Oh, eight no, years I've pro. got it. Nah, hey, he's back. I've got it. Yes. Let's not, let's not even compare the two offers of free agency that were on the table there. Lest One we was forget, garbage. a week ago, less than a week ago, you had RSL's owner basically saying free agency was a non-starter. Don't even bring it up. It's a completely forgettable, you're never going to get free agency. Never going to get it. And here we are. And I knew that the moment, and we talked about this we did this talk past about week. A lot of um, posturing. The moment that the league submitted that, okay, yes, free agency is at least a possibility, as ridiculous as that is, 
you're you're in there. If you're the if you're the players union, you're like, oh, I'm I'm clamping down on this hard. Clamping down. We're you said something. that this is a non-starter, and now you're offering it to us. Oh, okay. Everything is on the table now. Everything. And and good for them for getting a deal done. I I, I would love to see. We we still don't know the salary cap number. We know that uh, minimum league wage has almost doubled almost to sixty thousand dollars. That's why we're drinking martinis. Drink we can martinis. afford martinis. We can afford them because we play. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The league minimum yeah. was thirty six. Yeah, thirty six k, and now it is sixty. So overnight, there are players in this league who oh, went up it, went up a tax bracket. Yeah, but doesn't it get staggered? Like it, it's slow. Yeah, it staggered. But anyway, way. that's still amazing. But, but there are people in this league whose lifestyle just changed. Yeah, I saw. I can't remember what team it was. I saw on Twitter earlier. I think it might have been Dallas that said that fourteen of their thirty players. Uh, made uh, less than 60k last year and now they're all going to be part of that new minimum wage and that's amazing for a players union this is a win i'm saying for the mls players union this is oh how is it not a win you You, know you got you got you got free agency of a type not what you wanted i know they wanted more than that yeah but you got free agency of a type from a group of people who are steadfast and saying you're not even gonna we're not even gonna talk about it right so you got free agency of a type you got the minimum salary almost doubled which is fantastic. They got concessions for uh, relocation fees, yeah, and appearance yeah, yeah. fees. They got a lot. It's a five-year deal, so you don't have to deal with this again until 2020, the year when I'll be running for president. Ross 2020, a clear vision for a brighter tomorrow. You have a catchphrase already. Yeah, I got to get that. That's trademarked. amazing. Got to get that trademark. Yeah. You and just sit around and think of this stuff, don't you? Figure out what it is I'm going to stand for. <laughs> that might be important, yes. Might be important. Be yeah. the youngest president ever elected. It's going to be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but you have until 2020 to look at this again, so you got a five-year deal. Got a little bit of comfort there. Yeah. But by chipping away... Mm. At this, you get a little bit of free agency. Come that 2020 negotiation. Oh, my Lord. You're coming for the whole thing, well, right? Are you coming for the single entity? You're coming for pro-rel? You know... Are you coming for, let's get this down to 26, let's get this down to age 24? I. It's hard for me to really jump on the whole, let's get rid of single entity bandwagon. I understand from a business I, standpoint. It makes a lot of sense from a business standpoint. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting to hear the owners say... A lot of these owners have been minority owners in other sports, and they say, you know, we've done that. I don't want to do that anymore. And I sort of understand it. You know, I'm not trying to say that this country couldn't support a full, free, and capitalistic football league. It very much could. Soccer in this country, if you you went wide open and if you did it correctly with leagues, you know, making – you can still keep a salary cap, but obviously it would be way higher than it is right now. Yeah. You could be the best league in the world in 15 years, and I don't think that's I don't easily. think that's even easily because the thing is is that if we're offering 10 million dollars to a player and somebody else is offering 10 million dollars to the player, they're going to come here because we're America, and that's just frankly how it works. I don't think that's being narcissistic to say that, but I mean, there's a lot of players who want to move to America. It's a trendy thing to do. I have to emphasize that. Yeah, I really do. I think that is underconsidered a lot mm-hmm. from would-be commentators. There is an appeal of just being in the United States. Yeah. That is a huge thing. Yeah. And that can't be under-considered. So for a very long time, MLS just wasn't paying the wages. The wages weren't. Exactly. So it wasn't worth your time. But if MLS comes up to Sebastian Giovinco Mm and says, we're going to pay you about three times what you can make any place. Right. And, well, in his case, he's in Canada. But you're going to be in North America. Right. In this league. What, you spend 10 minutes thinking about that? Oh, yeah, Obviously, you It's go. ridiculous. Yeah, of course. Obviously, you go. Yeah. If you're going to come up to, well, if you're going to come up with an American player, 
you're gonna tell uh you're gonna tell Clint Dempsey you're gonna pay him six million dollars. Oh, and he can be in the United States, absolutely. Like all of these deals become very easy because the big piece of this, you're in North America. Yeah. North America is very safe, very prosperous, very comfortable to live in, great schools. As much as we complain about healthcare here in the United States, it's very good. It is very good. And and, and very importantly, it's the media center of the universe. Of if you want to increase universe. your brand, you do it in this country. And, and that's that's end of discussion. Like you can say what you want about finances and, and football league sure. structures and, sure. and, and that kind of thing. We are the media capital of the world. I'll tell you what, if you're if you're a real sports executive, like you're a real you're gonna be there for decades. You're yeah. really looking at this thing. You're either trying to find your way in to the US market. That's why you see European teams come here in the summer. It isn't just because, oh, MLS ass is like, no, no, no. We know that that's a marketplace oh, that we could have. Yeah. We know that you're not already Manchester United fans. You're not already FC Barcelona fans. Because you've, you've maxed out at home, all right? Right. In Spain, it's saturated market. saturated marketplace. Yeah. In England, saturated market. The, the fans that you have, they've always been fans. Yeah, And that's it. Course. You're not getting another person. Mm-hmm. You go to the United States, these people don't have any family history. And that's what I think you need to capitalize on if you're MLS. And that's why I think it's good that we're starting to spend more money on players. I think... This is going to be a good year. Oh, it's going to be such a great year. I'm so excited about it. These names coming in this year. It's going to be a great weekend. Somehow, we have so many big names that a name like Kaká gets forgotten. Oh, I know. A Ballon d'Or winner. Like, like doesn't oh, even well, get he's, talked about. I know. It's unbelievable. That's how unbelievably stacked we are yeah. this season in big names. I Every now and then, I forget, like, oh, Kaká plays here. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have, oh, in, my God. in August... We're going to have Kaká, Frank Lampard, Steven Gerrard. We're going to have Sebastian Javinko, Josie Altidore, Michael Bradley, uh, uh, Clint, Clint Dempsey. Dempsey. It's just ridiculous. Robbie Keane. Um, David Villa. It's outrageous. outrageous. Mixed Discarude. We're going to have so many players. And, and Xavi Hernandez, potentially, if the rumors are true. If those are rumors true. are true, first of all, that's a great fine for NYCFC. It is. What actually, actually, that might answer the question that I've had for quite some time. Who is going to be your Kyle Beckerman? It's not the same player. I'm not saying the same player, but that might fit that role. I honestly, if that happens, I would rather Mix take that role. Mix move back. Yeah, he played enough. I, I, watching some of the pre league, uh, pre league, pre season, pre league. I just made a word. Uh, pre season matches. Um, he plays very decisive cutting balls through the midfield to players in more advanced positions, all and right, I like that right. on the ground, which is amazing. Uh, he'll play like a thirty-yard pass on the ground through you know six defenders. It's incredible, uh, and that's what I'm excited to see is, is changing the point of attack, making the defense sort of react to you. Because my understanding of this particular Hernandez rumor yeah. was originally the rumor was 2016, which got refuted. Then the new rumor is summer 2015. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it was p- fairly public knowledge that he was basically packed his bags to come here yes. last year. And, and then something went wrong. Well, the ownership of Barcelona called him in and said, no, we still value you. Well, in the last 10 or 12 matches, though, he hasn't that's got hard a lot true. of... Yeah, exactly. That's so at this true. point, Barcelona, that ship has sailed. Well, that's what happened with Villa. Yeah. It was the same thing. Yeah. He was talked about for a while, and then it was like, no, 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 we're going to keep you. Or Frank Lampard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same well. thing. <sighs> yes. Same thing. Uh, but but Jose, uh, Jose Mourinho. Yeah, Jose. Apparently said to him when he was almost ready to go play for the Galaxy, it's like, no, no, no. That's a right. retirement league. Right. Stay with us. You're a key component. 
And then he barely and he was, played. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. He barely exactly, played. Yeah. So he said, oh, I'm, I'm through. And then it turns out he's still fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on this discussion, preseason, we've got a real season head. Oh, my God. In like days. Today. By the time you guys hear this, it's tonight. Tonight. 10 p.m. There's games. And we'll be in Orlando shortly. We will. In a stadium, the Citrus Bowl, that all credit to Orlando City Soccer Club. Yeah. Soccer, not football. They are Orlando City Soccer Club. Oh, I like club, that. Really. Which I like I a actually lot. actually do, yeah. I'm, that's super, like, I want to fly an American flag. I'm America. I want everybody to switch from FC to would SC. Would Breck Shea have joined them if they were FC? Absolutely not. He would have put his foot down. <laughs> Proud of American Breck Shea. this. 60,000 so they announced today today being wednesday seats. yeah no seats they don't got seats for you you stand gotta stand you, you can stand <laughs> you in can't the even citrus sit bowl. down bro you can stand in the now. citrus bowl they're gonna be above max capacity yes. in orlando that is phenomenal and you Phenomenal. know what? It's actually happening. And it's Can happening. you imagine the tragedy that would be oh my God. If, if all this stuff happened and they didn't actually play it? Well, it's, I'll tell it, you what. I think that's why owners budge on free agency. Yeah. Because if you're Orlando City, you just dropped, what was it? They dropped 70 or 80 million and New York City FC dropped 100. We yeah. sold 60,000. Yeah. My understanding this entire weekend, ticket sales are around about a quarter million people. A quarter million people somewhere are around to go to a game somewhere this around weekend. Yeah. Somewhere around a quarter million. It's more than that. It's like 260 or 270,000 people. Yeah. You're going to say no to that? I know. You're kidding outrageous. me? Absolutely The not. amount of hype that you have created, don't ruin it. And they don't. Didn't. And, they and that's didn't. so they, great. They, they got a deal done. Obviously, the owners weren't going to I want to give, I seriously want to shout out the owners, though, because they did not have to give anything. No. They, they could have kept kept doing things and frankly if they did it for long enough the players would have come groveling back to them. they'd have and, to and they and they did have to and and that's awesome for seeing the future of this league for what it is i'm glad it got done me too i'm glad it got done Sixty thousand citrus bowl new york city fc and yankee stadium they exceeded their soccer configuration number, yeah which is what they 25 26 uh, 27,800 something like okay, that yeah. great they had to open another level they're opening a 300 level the 300 level which so we'll takes probably, it to 33 there we go yeah. of course he knows he is in your <laughs> oh my god my, my season tickets came today your well season i say tickets it's a card here we but go. like i got a scarf and a sticker I and a photos. bracelet i have photos of this whole and and warmth in my heart oh there it is there it is the greatest gift of all but that's huge. Yeah. Oh, 33,000? Yeah. yeah, it's going to be great. Especially, here's the difference. Like, you want to say, oh, yeah, but Orlando did 60-some thousand. A, well, they've they, been a team now for how long? Uh, well, they've, been only, they've only been in Orlando for like three or four seasons. But they've been a winning team. They've been a winning Orlando, team in Orlando so you, for you a built, while. You built it. NYCFC's brand new. But also, when we're in Orlando, it's going to be 78 degrees. You know how warm it is here today? Not at all. No warmth. Actually, we have none. It's been the warmest it's been in a while. It's Today's 40 the warm, degrees. It's 40 degrees and it's like a friggin' oh, heat wave. It's phenomenal. Ugh. I feel overdressed right now, in my wool at 10, coat. Right 18 p.m. It's 73 degrees in Orlando. Just let that sink in. I don't want to go outside in that cold weather. Come no, on. No, I don't want to do it. I'll be there, but I don't want to do it. That's going to be a big game. Yeah. But the thing I noticed the uh, past couple of days, Sacramento Republic... Oh, my God. How many third tickets? division team yeah. played a preseason game. A third division American soccer preseason game. It's incredible. Admittedly against the New York Cosmos, but still a preseason game. They sold over 20,000 tickets. 20,000 tickets. There are MLS teams that couldn't do that last year. Oh, I know. Actually, most of the league was below that, I think. The league average was, what, 18,000, 19,000? 
Oh, yeah. So exactly. they sold – Sacramento sold over 20,000 tickets for a preseason game. It's outrageous. This needs to be an MLS team. At this point, they've earned it. I, I don't know what else they need to do. I know. It's, it's just ridiculous. They have the ownership group, and clearly – the city of Sacramento, a town I'll admit I never think about. I know. Has shown they own, they want the team. They've earned the team. They've earned That's the, the team. Difference. They've earned the team. They 11, show up. What, 11, what more do you want? They show up. 11 of the 19 teams last year in MLS had fewer attendance than that preseason match that Sacramento had. Average. Wrap on your the mind season. around that. On the season. Wrap your mind around that. Yeah. This isn't even a competitive game. In the third division, in USL, which used to be USL Pro, but it's now in USL. 20,000 <sighs> Good for you guys. Fans. Good job, Sacramento. I just don't know what else it is they need to do. I really don't. It's time. Just get it done. I know. Exactly. I, I don't understand. Like, get it done. They earned it. I would also love to see Minnesota United FC, because I think they're ready. And yeah. you need an upper Midwest team. Yeah. Um, but, goodness. I, I still, I'm just blown away that you can move that many takes. But you know who else had a good showing? Mm. Up in Atlin- Olympic Stadium <gasps> in Montreal, Canada, <laughs> oh my over 30,000 French Canadians showed up Yes, to watch a match between Montreal and Pachuca. and Pachuca. And I was having this. This wasn't even the pre-show. This was just earlier today. I was talking to Alex about, that's a real Mexican team. This isn't isn't some like some low rung team that's like it's gonna get relegated anyway. That's a real team with a real history. That's a winning franchise. All right. They played Pachuca. They played them down in Mexico. Got a draw. Mm -hmm. It's still sad that for MLS a draw in Mexico is a positive result, but that's a positive result. Well, a two-two draw, draw. a two-two draw, exactly. So you scored two goals, even though they had possession maybe a quarter of that game. (laughs) Yes, scored two goals. Down in Mexico, you come into Montreal, home stadium, Olympic Stadium, 30,000 plus in there. The only MLS team playing on that particular day, although not an MLS game. No. You only need to hold on to a 0-0 or a 1-1. You could do either of those. You You walk out of this thing. Yeah. 0-0 for most of the match, but you could get the penalty late in the second half. Of course, they score their penalty. Of Of course course they do, yeah. Of course they do. We're all sitting there like, well, there's CONCACAF for you. There exactly. it is. There it is. Here it is again. Yeah. Got concacaft. And here it is again. MLS just can't get it done. Just can't get it done for whatever reason. Cameron Porter. <sighs> a rookie. 94th minute. 94th minute. I swear to God, the whistle was blown immediately after this. 94th minute. From a 60-yard pass. From Callum Malice. Let's, let's just be honest Credit right has here. To be given. That ball from... Goodness. From the Montreal side of the halfway line, first of all, he was in Montreal's half. Yes. When that ball was played. 60 yard bomb. Easily 60 Onto yards. the chest of Cameron Porter. Perfect on the edge pass. of. Oh, and, and frankly, Frank, the, the most impressive thing, though, was the first touch from Cameron Porter, not the finish. Perfect. The touch. nutmeg on the finish was amazing. But yes, but that, per- that if you don't get that, that first, first touch. That chest down, but to simultaneously beat the defender oh. with the chest. Unbelievable. And there was absolute pandemonium in that stadium. Oh, of course. 30,000 people just lost their their absolute minds. It was Can't incredible. Blame Can't blame them. They earned it. 
You, if you haven't there, seen it, Gingers, go look and, it up. and look it up. Not just oh the, the highlights, but try to find the French language highlights. That's the highlight to watch. They lose watch their, their in minds. French. It's incredible. You probably don't want to know what they're saying. No. <laughs> they lose their minds. Now, as you know, on this podcast, I give not just Canada, but Montreal specifically. You do. A lot of crap. You know you do. and A lot of crap, because they earned it. Well, but let me earned, tell you, you know something. You they've earned? Your respect, Jim. Earned my respect. <laughs> Earned my respect. Montreal is in the semis. I know. That means four teams. I'm chewing an onion. Okay. A cocktail onion. <laughs> okay. We don't need all that <laughs> info. Uh, but they're in the semis for the CONCACAF Champions League. And I'll tell you right now, when they made it as the Canadian champion, yeah. I wrote them off immediately. I think everyone I didn't did. think they'd make it out of the group stage. No, I didn't either. I, don't, I think everyone wrote them off. Every, here we are. They're in the semis. Yeah. If they can, and it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But if they can make it, if they can make that happen yeah. in the next round, and I believe even though DC came out of that with a victory. Well, they, yeah, they, they got eliminated the because aggregate, they got absolutely The hammered. aggregate. Yeah. They didn't make it. So you play Costa Rican team. Uh-huh. Montreal, they prove they can do it down in Mexico. Why can't they do it in Costa Rica? At this I'm excited point, about it. I really am. At this point, I'm going to have to... You know what? I'm going to get on the bandwagon. Yeah. I'm going to do it. If Only in Champions League. I still think they're going to be how, terrible in Major League Soccer. How MLS would it be if the first team to win the Champions League was Montreal? <laughs> how perfectly MLS oh would God, that be? Oh my God, that's the most MLS thing I've ever heard. Like, oh yeah, this team was horrible that year. Yeah. That's who we're sending to yeah. the club. And World they beat cup. Pachuca. They beat Pachuca. Of course. It's amazing. Of course. Yeah. Oh my God. As we're if recording this the... podcast, by the way, um uh Club America and let's see. Uh how do you say the team that DC United beat? Uh, no, the J is a ch noise. We're not going to do that. We're going to get so... Oh, I got it, I think. No, you did Alajolense. That can't be right. It is right. I'm a scholar. Alajolense. That cannot be correct. Allah, I'm looking at it. Alajolense. Just move on. Okay. This is terrible. Club America and Saprissa are playing tonight. That's Who's the other Saprisa? game. Yeah, and the other game in the CCL. So, essentially, to be four teams, the winner of... Uh, the Club America, Saprissa. Although I don't know what the first part of that was. Uh, Montreal. Montreal's playing this. These guys. Yeah, they're they playing are. whoever this Costa Rican team is that I can't pronounce. They're playing La them. Juelense? They're gonna play them. <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll get on the bandwagon. They're it. They're the only only MLS team left. They earned my respect. Who else do you cheer for? I've got nobody left. There's literally no one left. Right. It's come down to this. It's come down to this. I have to support Canada. Some of those Toronto fans going, God, oh, I why do I have to pull for these guys? I can imagine. Meanwhile, over in Portugal, the U.S. women won their first game in the Algarve yeah. Cup. I can't Algarve? I can't, I can't Is there a v? We're having a lot of pronunciation issues today. <laughs> yeah. Why can't things just be in English? I'll tell you why. Our language <laughs> is very complicated. It's really the worst. It makes no sense. Why is centipede spelled with a C? That's Greek. your first question. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Think about it. That's your first, your first question about centipede. You know what why it should be spelled with an S? Read and read. That's why it should be spelled with an S. It doesn't make English doesn't make any sense. If I no. wasn't born here, I don't think I could pick it up. No. It is so complicated. It really is. Nothing makes any sense. Anyway, U.S. women win. I did not watch this match because I was at work. But they won, and I give them a lot of crap, so I have to celebrate a victory. 
have to. Well, you have to. Here's the thing, though. It's a warm up match, and and the match. real games are coming very soon. But that's why I need Hot to see the heavy. Pro- I need to see the progress. Yeah. And in the this cup, we are seeing teams that have already qualified for the women's. World oh, game. sure, yeah. So these these are going to be the teams. This may not be the roster you're going to be up against. These are going to be the teams you're up against. Yeah. This is the coaching you're up against. We need to see where do we stand. Because I still have concerns. I want another World Cup victory. I want a third star. I am a greedy person. I want that third star. I think we've earned it. We earned it last time around, and somehow Japan bested us. Yeah. Let me say this, though, too. How good... Did those jerseys look? Those they jerseys wore the look. new oh, ink toner, great. running out of ink jerseys. Running out of ink jerseys. I love those jerseys. I like them better than Bomb Pops. Well, oh, that's bold I'm taking statement. the stance. Hot take. Hot take. Here's the thing, though. The thing with both of those jerseys, though, I'm going to say right now, is that the jersey by itself is kind of eh, but when you put the shorts and the socks with it, it's a whole it look. It it's works. It's a whole look. Exactly. It's yeah. a uniform. The whole look works. <laughs> if that's, uh, you're so smart. I'm glad I have you on this podcast. I I like how you're doing me a favor. I'm glad I have you on this podcast. Uh, So good. You used to be homeless. (laughs) Now. And now. Now now you're on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But those jerseys look great. I'm a fan of those jerseys. I am a supporter of those jerseys. I'm very, very proud of it. We had a special moment happen for us. Oh, Alex Kibler. Now, as you know, at the end of this podcast, <laughs> every week... No, you have to start by saying, as you know, we're not very popular. <laughs> as you know, no one listens to this podcast. Yeah. Which, by the way, is not true at all. No. We have we, we have reviews on iTunes. Did I tell I, you that? Yes. You showed five me that. Five people shocked. reviewed us, and all of them were five stars. Those people have never listened to another podcast. They, we have no, there's no context to all that. I know there's, is, there's no is one of them said Ross equals boss and I'm, I'm on board <laughs> Ross boss Ross boss you're the Ross boss now that's all I need oh that's my god I can need. you change your Twitter name to that Ross boss no okay <laughs> but uh, I mean it could be done I guess yeah. I'm refusing to cooperate uh, okay. uh, we got reader mail someone sent us an email someone sent us an email a gentleman by the name of Nicholas and first of all I want to just give Alex Kibler the credit to actually regularly check our email because I don't. Well, I what I get admit- normally is like, I'm a Nigerian prince and I want to send you. No, this wasn't that. This wasn't that. So he says, Oh, we got, we actually got a reader email and he shows it to me and it is 83 pages long. <laughs> Nicholas, you know what you did. Listen, you know what you did. Okay, last week I may have made a mistake. I did, in fact, say. If you send us an email, we're going to read it. Now, I tried to put a little caveat on there at the end, but it didn't really work. We can't, We don't have the time to read it. No. That. He sent us a novel. <laughs> it legitimately is like 15 paragraphs. Shocking to no one. He's an English major at UCLA. Yeah. yeah. I will give you credit, though, it's for a good beginning email. your email as such. As I craft this email from the mythical forge that is the English language, I started laughing in literally your first sentence. You won him over, Alex, <laughs> yes. right at the beginning. I when you told me that it was long, and I'm like, all right, well, how long is it? Then you showed me how long it was. <laughs> I immediately assumed, oh, great, a crazy person has yeah, emailed exactly. <laughs> so I was looking forward to it in like a cynical, negative way. Yeah, but it ended up being a very, very good email. And there was some of it I was going to read today, but a lot of it had to do with uh, the CBA not happening. And I which hope, I get Nicholas, where Nicholas, you are in UCLA right now, and you're excited, and you you're cheering, excited. and you're. Are you old enough to drink? No. No, you he's 19. Having milk. <laughs> having milk. Uh, good what's, God. What's he's a good Los virgin Angeles. drink? Oh, 
mean, is the drinking age different there? Why no, did you say that? No, it's not. I'm just saying it's a party in town. Okay. Party. Party hard. Yeah, we advocate underage we drinking. Do. <laughs> we're, we're saying a lot of interesting things on this podcast. By we, he means me. It's but my always favorite me. part of this email is when this happens. And I quote. So this is from Nicholas, UCLA student. I take issue with these statements as a Los Angeles resident. He's referring to, by the way, Jeff's um, here we go statements on the uh, the LAFC stadium at the sports the side of the sports arena. He then said it being too close to StubHub and Carson, and that wasn't close to downtown. I take issue with these statements as a Los Angeles resident. Point one. If, I think. Hold on. I think it's worth pointing out that that first statement he read, all caps. It was. Yes. All I, caps. I read it as such. All first caps. of all, Jeff has been to a game at the StubHub Center, so like he thinks he's an expert. But anyway, he says. Point one. <laughs> if LAFC builds that stadium, that whole area, which isn't the best areas of right now, will be revitalized. The LA Metro is planning on creating and extending a light rail to stop maybe four or five blocks away from where the stadium would go. This would bring people from all over including downtown LA, which is only 10 minutes away by car, thus seven-ish minutes away by the hypothetical train. Point two! Point two! StubHub is not close. Ask any Angelino living any. on the west side or hell in the southern bits of LA. Carson any Angelino. far. He put italics. That's why it's emphasized. Though only 12 miles would separate the two. That's 12 miles of the hellish creation known as the 110. I don't know what that means, but I said it super I dramatically. Do. We'll talk about it in a okay, second. Okay, we will. If there's a stadium closer to downtown, non-Galaxy fans are going to go to that stadium. There will also be more things around the new LAFC stadium by virtue of the fact that it will be close to downtown Los Angeles. And there's nothing around StubHub. This, there isn't. There, okay. This, it's like, it's like a Red Bull. Uh, this isn't to say that the Galaxy fan base is going to be cannibalized, but there's definite space and enough people to support two strong teams in Los Angeles. It's worth pointing out that Nicholas is an L.A. Galaxy fan. He is. So it's not like he's saying, oh, I'm going to L.A. No, no that's not what he's saying. <laughs> right. uh, also, I got burned. You- <laughs> I got burned. You put in your place, Jeff I Ross. put in my place. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yes, Let I me have- tell you right now, one of my favorite pastimes is Jeff being wrong. <laughs> Ooh. It's it's rare that I get to cultivate a moment such as this. This is it. Sadly, this I finished my drink and can't properly enjoy it. Oh, oh my! Oh and my Nicholas gosh! Burn me! And as he's someone who lives in Los Angeles, we have to defer to him, of course. Yeah, because he would definitely know better than I would. Uh, the for those who don't know. The L.A. Sports Arena site, that's in south-central Los Angeles, not the yeah. best part of town. Uh, but it is right near the L.A. Coliseum where USC plays, yes. if you're familiar with that area at all. Still not nice. <laughs> Still not no. a nice area. And the L.A. Sports Arena is not really in use. I believe on the podcast I claimed it was 10 miles away from Carson, so Nicholas got me twice. Oh, he killed you, man. He got me at 12 miles. I'm, ass- I'm just going to assume he's right, that it's 12 miles and not 10 I'm just going to give him that. I'm yeah. just going to give him that. Yeah. I have driven that distance before. Maybe it's because it's the middle of the day. I didn't feel like it was that long. But I, again, I don't live there. He knows. I drove from basically where the Grove is to, to the... You're saying words, and I can understand that they're words. It's an outdoor shopping mall. Got it. Okay. We have those. No, we don't. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> We have weather here. We don't we have do. outdoor shopping. What are you talking about? Let's see it's what the just, weather is like in L.A. right now. I bet it's beautiful. Are we going to be depressed? Also, it's probably still daytime. Well, that's how time zones work, yes. Actually, it, wouldn't. it should be sunset there. But uh, I will give Nicholas credit for burning me on all Los Angeles facts. 69 degrees and sunny. 69. Nice. <sighs> Jesus. Uh, I want to also shout out Nicholas for saying... 
uh, that the theme song is and forever will be stuck in my head. You know, I wrote that. I wrote that Here song we go. and recorded it, and that warms my heart. So Nicholas spent so much time clearly writing this email. Yeah. And we just don't have the time. I wonder how many drafts there were. <laughs> I want this to be one draft so I can be super impressed. Indeed, yeah. I really want it to be one yeah. draft. There was a thing that stuck, stuck out to me. It was early in the email about how he says, I'm 19, but I've been a Galaxy fan since I was 10. Which means he's been a Galaxy fan for about half of his life. Yeah. But that's also nine years. Yeah. And nine years ago was 2006. Yeah. So he, he's not a Galaxy bandwagon. He was there before David Before Beckham. the Beckham era, yeah. He was there before mm-hmm. the Beckham era. He was also there while I was finishing my Bachelor's of Fine Arts. <laughs> was when he became a Galaxy BFA. fan. BFA. I have a BFA. Useful. I want everyone to know what my <laughs> academic credentials are. <laughs> I have a Bachelor's uh, of Fine Arts. Useful. And he man. was 10. Yeah. He was 10 and really got into it. Uh, around the 2010 World Cup is when he started really, really getting into it. But being a Galaxy well, fan... Well, Landon Donovan, I mean, against... <clears throat> I mean, that goal at the, right at the end, at the death, to make them win the oh group. Oh, my God. Is that the greatest that moment makes... in U.S. soccer history? I think it's got to be. Modern? Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be. That makes fans. Yeah, Moments does. like that make fans. I think we had moments like that in, in this most recent World Cup, the 2014 World Cup. Yeah. Those last-minute goals that we had... Yeah, except when it was Portugal and they scored. Oh, <laughs> Quiet sleep, sleep. Uh, I won't go to sleep. Oh, but you're talking about John Anthony Brooks J against Ghana. A B. And I gotta say, I was so when when uh, Julian Green scored against Belgium. I Ooh. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it was like the world is out there for me. Anything could happen. Anything's possible. <sighs> Anything's possible. Those are the emotions that you get when you watch soccer. It's amazing. Oh, it really is. Such a blast. Such a blast. Well, I, I, I know we didn't do justice to Nicholas's email. Thank you, though. It was a great email. I appreciate it. I especially enjoyed his postscript <laughs> directly <laughs> to not you. I'm not going to enjoy it. So after he talks about how he wanted to thank us for making such a great podcast, thank you very much. Yeah, the thank theme you. song stuck we, in your we, head. We, we already heard about it. appreciate that you listen to us. He has a P.S. I don't even want to think about the amount of alcohol Jeff will consume if there's no game this weekend. You guys have no idea. I'm so sorry. I Alex. have to drive. I have to drive. So and there's going to be a super drunk Jeff right next to me. I am going to be so obnoxiously drunk. <laughs> I'm going to be drunk oh. at JFK Airport. I will not even have been on the plane. That's funny because we're flying out of LaGuardia. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think we're flying out no, of JFK. We're definitely flying out of LaGuardia. Oh, man, I'm going to look right now. Okay, do it. I'm gonna I hope that around. we didn't buy independent tickets of each other and we're that actually would flying out of two separate fantastic. airports. Fantastic. <laughs> I've got it right here. No. JetBlue. All right, all right, listen. Who wins? Oh, it is at LaGuardia. Oh, Damn win. it. Oh, God. When I Damn win. Damn it. You've been wrong twice today. I'm having a bad day. <laughs> This is the best. Oh, LaGuardia sucks. Sadly, this podcast has well, to end at some I, point. <laughs> I have to be drunk just for the sake of going to LaGuardia. That yeah. airport's garbage. <laughs> that airport is garbage. Uh, uh, Vice President Joe Biden once referred to it as a third world airport. He did. That and happened. he's right. LaGuardia is trash. Yeah, indeed. That's what New York has. Can we just have a quick aside here? If you're going to walk around claiming you're the best city in the world. Get better airports. You gotta have better airports. I agree. That is people's entrance into your city. Do we have a CBA with the city, me and you? Because we should bargain for that on the next CBA. The next CBA. We're gonna talk about it. I made a topical joke. We're gonna talk about it. Guys, we have an exciting new segment. We do. You know what? An exciting new segment. Because there's weekend games. There's games. There's a game tonight, folks. 
straight red around the league. Here we around go. Around the league. All here right. we go. Friday night at 10 p.m. Tonight 10 p.m. for you people. LA Galaxy hosts Chicago Fire. Soccer is back. That Soccer's game back. is on Unimas and Unimas. MLS Live. Now, lest we forget, though, you lest can listen to those games in English. I want you all to know that he <laughs> wrote to me about how often he says lest we forget. I want to do it once an episode. That's good, right? I think we're already up to two. Well, that's probably true. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, you can set SAP and Jeff in the useless knowledge that is your brain. What does that stand for? Secondary audio program. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, you can listen to that game in English. That's exciting. Saturday brings to you the following games. DC hold on, hold on, United. Wait, wait, oh. Where are our predictions? Where are our predictions? Oh, LA, God, Chicago. Pick? LA. I'm oh, picking yeah. LA. Uh, 3-1 LA? Seems fair. Okay. Fair it's enough. home. It's All home right. in LA, and LA is going to, they're guns blazing. See, okay. Uh, so Saturday, March the 7th, uh, we have the following games DC United, Montreal. What do you think, Jeff? Ooh, DC. Ooh. Is I'm it going to say 2 2. 2 2. You're 2 2 draw. draw. Yeah, I am. I'm I, I think two, it's going to 2 1. I think two, Montreal one, is going to be win. on top of their game. They're going to be confident coming into the season. You know, I And you know who's not going to be confident? The team that won, let, lost, what, 7 2. They're, uh, they're going to be out there to prove a point, and I okay. can't support Montreal in everything. All right, fair enough. All right. All right that's a dispar- disparate pick there. I'll, I'll uh, take Philadelphia hosts Colorado, 4 p.m. Eastern time. I got to take Philly. Colorado hasn't proved anything for me this preseason. I haven't seen it in Colorado, and Philly, as you know, has 15 goalkeepers. Yeah. So this is going to be something else. It's going to be something else. Uh, honestly, though, low scoring. One goal. Oh, I think One so. 1-0. Yeah, I think that's probably I'm sorry, true. sorry, 1-0 yeah. if, you're, if you're British. Indeed, yeah. Uh, later on that day, Vancouver hosting Toronto FC. Someone's first, getting red carded. Oh, my, oh yes. Someone's Those getting teams red hate each other. It's going to be great. Is this in Vancouver? It's in Vancouver. It's on TSN, uh, MLS Live as well. It's on TSN 1, 3, and 4. How's that possible? <laughs> How is that possible? 8, the Ocho. How can it be on 3 T? That's okay. what this app says. I don't says. know how Canada works. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I'm taking the away team. I'm taking Toronto. I would take Toronto on that as I'm well. I'm taking Toronto, and I'm taking a Josie Altador goal. It's going to happen oh, in God, the first that, game. That's that's narrative. First game. Narrative I'm taking that narrative. I'm taking it. I'm taking a Josie Altidore. Oh, it's exciting stuff. Goal. Okay. First game. Uh, FC Dallas plays host to San Jose. Don't get to break in the outdoor bar yet. Oh, that's right. This is in D. Yeah. I was going to say DC. I'm going to take Dallas. I'm going to take Dallas with the home field advantage. I think that's going to be a good I game. I like Oscar uh, Perea mm. coaching there. Mm-hmm. Taking Dallas. Good. Awesome. Ho- Houston. I almost had Houston because I'm Because of New, New York. Oh, oh my God. You broke it. Oh, oh, what are we going to do with you? What has this city done you? to me? I dropped my oh, glasses. I'm so upset. He's so upset. Oh, my God. Houston plays host to Columbus. Um, Columbus breaking out what I'm assuming are some of those those away jerseys are amazing with the checkerboard. real good. Oh, so great. You know what? Even though on paper it probably should be Houston, Houston at home, new coach, the whole thing, I'm going hashtag new crew for this. See, I'm disagreeing with you. I I'm think it's going to be Houston. hashtag new crew. I, I like what Greg's done. Yeah. I know it's away. I know it's in Houston. Yeah. I'm going hashtag new crew. I, think I get the argument for Houston. I'm, I'm, I respect that take. Houston was the best team in the Carolina Challenge Cup. And I think, I don't oh, think, they look sharp. And they look sharp. I, I think Houston at home will do really well there. And the Owen Coyle enthusiasm. Has gotten them playing oh, in a very yeah. different way. They're confident right now. It's going to be great. I'm going to uh, take hashtag new crew. And, and I got to represent Midwest. The, the nightcap. Night 
This Portland oh. Timbers play host to Real Salt Lake. That's going to be a match. That's going to be exciting. That's stuff. in Portland, right? It's in Portland. Yes. Ooh. Providence Park will be rocking in that match. Now, a lot of people did not like the new Portland jerseys, but I did. I I'm think they're Portland. pretty cool. I, you know, like, I I like the I Chevron. May have, I, like I the may Chevron. have disparaged them previously, but they're growing on me a little bit. Yeah, I have I'm gonna a, say Portland. I have a, I have a soft spot. I'm gonna for say two one Portland. I'm going high scoring. Oh, really? I'm gonna go high scoring. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with three two. I'm gonna go three two. I'm gonna have five Ooh. goals in this game. Interesting. But I'm still going with Portland. I'm still going with Portland at home because they had a lackluster season. But lest we forget, now I got one. Oh my god! It's rubbing off on him. We forget. They were turning it around in the second half. That's they true. They were getting better. That's they very started true. super poor. Yeah, super poor. I feel like they've got a lot to prove. They have a chip on their shoulder. RSL is still a very strong team, still very well coached, very good players. Yeah. Portland wants to make a show of it. The fans are going to be into that game. Oh, yes, very much so. It's going to be If I'm not doing anything, and I don't think I am, that's what my social life's like. That is a game to watch. Oh, yeah, definitely. Actually, any home game, I I know a lot of people are going to complain. Any home game in Portland, any home game in Seattle, any home game in L.A.? Yeah. Those are games to watch. That's what you want on TV is you butts and seats being raucous. I mean, like, you want excited fans watching oh, the football. Uh, KC, Kansas City, home game? Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. I have a feeling, we're going to see soon, I have a feeling Orlando games are going to be like that. I hope so. I really I do. They are. Speaking of Orlando. Here we go. Jeff. Here we, we go. will be present Ladies and gentlemen. at the birth of two new MLS franchises. Ladies and Orlando gentlemen. City, Sunday, March the 8th, plays host to New York City FC, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, ESPN2. Oh my goodness. Tune in to ESPN2 because you will see yours truly being escorted out of the stadium due to <laughs> indecent exposure. Indeed. I say, oh, look at this. Look at this jackass. Can that get bleeped? Look at this guy. Yeah. No, we can We can keep jackass. Oh, now it's the whole thing. Yeah. No, tune in. Seriously. Uh, we're going to be in the 200 level because I'm cheap. Yep. But we'll be I, there. No, I'm second half. I've decided I'm going to go sit with the third rail. I'm going to leave you by yourself. I'm going to be by myself. Or you should come with me. This has become. This a is thing. the compromise. Listen, this, this is, is not what a compromise. the CBA this is me did. losing. The MLS CBA this is me was compromise. Well, okay, fair enough. Um, no, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. You know what? After I've been drinking for 45 minutes, by 45 minutes I mean a day and a half. Yeah, yeah I could probably be convinced of doing a lot of things. Okay, fair enough. So, what's your watch pick? that game? Watch that game. You're not going to like my pick. You're going to pick Orlando, aren't I'm you? I'm picking Orlando at home. What's the, what scoreline? Super close. 2-1. 2-1. Not only 2-1, that second goal after the 80th minute. I'm going to say, in, in an effort to not be a homer, I'm going to say 2-2. I'm going to say 2-2 two, two. Two, two. Two, 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 draw. draw. I am. And I think... take the draw? I think... I legitimately think that Orlando will come out hot, and I think oh, they're gonna come out. And so I think hot. City will tie them up at the end. I, I think right, I think that right. both I respect that. I respect NYCFC that. goals will be in the second half. Now that we've said this, yeah, we're gonna go down there. It'll be something obscene, either something like five five, yeah, yeah, like oh, just God, goals, goals for days, yeah. or nothing. Well, both zero, these teams zero, can draw. score. They can both score. They they kaka. Plays for Orlando. Yeah, and David Villa plays for New York City. They have no excuse on offense, either team. No, they don't. Either team. 
It's going to be exciting. I've got a lot of concerns on defense on NYCFC. Maybe it's because I've been looking at them a little harder. I haven't been looking at Orlando City under the same microscope. Right, exactly. But, I don't know, 60,000 fans. This is a sold-out Citrus Bowl. Yeah. With standing room. That's it's exciting, beyond man. sold it's out. It's so great. We need to figure out our transportation we do. thing here. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. Um, Later on that night, Sporting Kansas City play host to the Red Bulls of New York. Ah. <sighs> That's going to be. I really. I. I wish I, I could cannot tune in. put my finger. We on, may have to go to a. Honestly, on we're going to have to go to a bar and watch. Oh, this. Oh, yeah, of course we will. Because I still. I. I only watch a little bit of uh, Red Bulls preseason. I still feel like there is something there. Oh, there definitely is something there. There's something there. I still don't have my mind wrapped around either Red Bulls or KC right now, or yeah. Sporting KC. Yeah. Peter Vermes, though, he tends to get it done. He does. Yeah, he tends to get it that's done. very true. It's at home. That's going to be hyped up. Because they're both cold weather teams, the weather's not going to be a factor. Like It's not going to be a big deal. It'll be, I don't know, 40, 50 degrees in Kansas City, yeah. probably. It's not going to be a, It's not going to be an advantage to anybody. It's not going to be a detriment to anybody because right. both cold weather teams. I'll take a draw for this one. I'm taking a 1-1 draw. I'm going to say 2-1 sporting. Really? Yeah, I, I right. think I think right now Sporting is the more complete team, and I think yeah, we've got to figure mean. out what Red Bull are going to do for the creative side to pr- replace Thierry Henry because right now the answer is not evident. <sighs> well, they don't have Thierry Henry, and by that, obviously they don't have him, but he wasn't replaced. No, and he can't be replaced. They got to figure really out how to do something else. I have faith in Coach, Mar- Coach Marsh over time. Whether or not they're ready just... to go into the cauldron in the first week, I don't know. God, that's such a tough environment. Yeah, it really is. Tough environment. All credit to all of those sporting KC fans. Yeah. But I'm going I'm to go with a draw. I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. All right. That's fair. Uh, I think KC will look the better side, but they're not going to walk out of there with a win. Yeah. And people are going to talk about that. Right. And the nightcap. The weekend's finale. Oh, what a match. This Seattle at home against New England. I said this what a match. That's a match. I said this For opening pre-show. weekend. That might be an MLS Cup preview. It might preview. be. It might be a preview of the MLS we Cup We might be final. seeing it right here in it the really first weekend. It really might be. Yeah. As I said earlier, Seattle games, if you can tune in, tune in. They're always fun. That's They're on all... FS1, Fox Sports 1. So if you tune in, it'll at least be entertaining to watch. Yeah. Clint Dempsey will be raging he will he's gonna be in a it's gonna mood. be great he's gonna yeah. be in a mood yes Olafemi martins is gonna be in a mood still have a strong team they didn't lose much in the offseason they're gonna look good they are gonna look good new england strengthened themselves that in the offseason new england somehow, is scary new england is somehow, scary somehow new england got stronger Aguitello came back. I know. It's going to be great. I don't think enough people have talked about the fact that that's a huge win for them. Mm-hmm. And they got him cheaper than they were trying to get him before. That's going to be a game. Yeah. I still got Seattle with the victory, though. I think so, too. I, I'm going to say probably, oh, no. You know what? No. No? 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2 two, two draw? Yeah. I got Seattle winning. Okay, fair enough. I got Seattle winning, and I'm going to take Seattle at 3-1. My friend Jack is going to hate me because he's a big New York New England Revolution fan. And everybody in Boston will hate me. But uh, I've got Seattle winning that at home. Do you think they'll get 60000 Oh, yeah, I opening? think so. Yeah, I really do. Seattle can deliver. Seattle, Seattle can, can deliver. They can deliver. They can make it happen. Ways that you guys can get in touch with us. At Jeff is Famous Ho! on Twitter. That's him. At Alex S. Kibler. The S stands for... Uh, you were going to try to do CBA, and it doesn't make sense. I, you know, 
I, I was like, it's the same sound. Yeah, I could see it in your face. You were going to do it, and it wouldn't work. <sighs> you knew I was going to call you out on it. Well, you call me out on a lot of things. Uh, at Straight Red Pod on the Twitter. Uh, straight Red at iCloud.com. Uh, join us on Facebook. We have almost 20 followers. Wait a minute, Jeff. Oh, I'm going to tell go. you. Oh, 20. I think it's 20. Here it is. Wait a minute. We're getting up there. We're like we have iTunes We're loved reviews. by dozens. We have five them. iTunes reviews. We have five iTunes 18 reviews. 18 people. Okay, I got a little excited. All right, calm down. I really did. And new for new. this week. This week. Straight Red Podcast on Instagram. You will be able to follow the mayhem and bad mistakes and bad life decisions made by yours truly and Jeff oh Ross over the weekend while we're in Orlando. And any other shenanigans we may be doing in the oh, future. it's going to be great. There will be more shenanigans. <laughs> yes, I've certainly. Al- I've already semi-planned new shenanigans. I still have to work Wait, some details. Wait, you're planning your shenanigans? No, 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 no. Not for Orlando. Oh. Other events. <laughs> we have other events. Stay tuned, I, I yes. Need, I, need, I need to work out the details. I need to work out the details. Yeah. Do you have anything else for our dear listeners, Jeff? I just want to reiterate how excited I am that the season is actually happening. Me too. I, and, I, and I've said this in the past, and I'm going to say it today, but when, you, when I get to say this, it, it's because I'm excited that we all get to experience soccer. We're going to end this on this. We I'm are going to. Go forth and soccer. I tried the other night when there was some it's not every uh, League not of MX game on it. I was like, this is still Spanish. <laughs> yeah, they don't always have a secondary audio program, SAP. Once again, your knowledge, you're just a wealth. Wealth of knowledge. I'm a fountain of How knowledge. How useful is it? No. <laughs>